Hello and welcome to the Miraculous Being series. I'm your host and self-awareness coach Shweta Shivraman and this is a show where we discover, learn and implement lessons from others' life journeys. Others who I believe epitomize miraculous in its true spirit. Individuals who live life to the fullest, who work hard on themselves to reach where they are and are passionate in what they do. Today's speaker is Deepa Narayanaswamy. Deepa is the co-founder of FlexiBees, a company that helps women professionals find part-time and remote roles suited to their experience and flexibility needs while helping businesses hire the right fit talent for their requirements. It fixes the leaky pipeline of women leaving the workforce while contributing to business goals and enhancing diversity and inclusion in companies. It has helped over 500 businesses across the globe hire women professionals across roles and functions. She is also the co-author of FlexiBee's book, Found Again, Real Stories of Women, Work and Flexibility. A CA by qualification, she has worked with PwC and ITC. She joined the MBA program in IM Bangalore and then donned roles in management consulting and corporate strategy across KPMG and AppTech. At FlexiBee's, Deepa leads talent sourcing and onboarding, finance and legal functions. Deepa also dons the hat of a speaker on panels on a range of topics concerning diversity and inclusion, entrepreneurship, flexible working, and future of work. She's also the vice president of the Pan-IM Alumni Association in Singapore. She's a mother to a nine-year-old daughter, lives with her family in Singapore, and pursues writing, playing the piano, spirituality, and recently attended the School for the Work by Byron Katie in Los Angeles. Let's dive in and hear Deepa's story. Hi, Deepa. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Shweta, and uh, thank you for having me. Great, great work that you're doing. It's a pleasure to be here to join you. Yeah, I was just reading your introduction and I'm, I've, you know, though we had a different plan of what to converse in the conversation, I'm just wondering, how do you have time to do all of that? <laughs> the number of things that I listed down, playing the piano, writing, uh, spirituality, <laughs> uh, mother, working with flexibees, uh, maybe a good starting yeah. point would be uh, sharing your journey and maybe some pivotal moments of uh, who are, where you are today. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll try to capture. So, I mean, uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I started out as a CA from Chennai. I uh, was very much into academics and my extracurriculars, that, that's how the culture is and all of us love music, dance and all of that growing up. And um, then, yeah, studies became more and more important. And uh, after CA. Um, so I did, I pursued my CA with uh, full-time work with uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers, which is a big five firm. And uh, then I uh, in my uh, finance career with ITC. So that was based out of Calcutta and the headquarters. And then I traveled throughout the country visiting uh, different, uh, different uh, factories and different businesses as part of my portfolio. Uh, and then I felt I needed to do more. I felt this uh, need to do MBA. So, and uh, uh, CA was a very, very grueling kind of a phase. So it's like uh, when you see your peers, if it's insane, they, they have a little bit of life and then you feel like, oh, you missed out, you were only working. So I wanted to catch up on some of that. So, and MBA was always on the cards. So, uh, so I, I cleared my CAT in my fourth attempt <laughs> and uh, got into IAM Bangalore. Uh, which was my first choice and uh, yeah that was that was a great two years and um, um, I made a lot of friends and did very interesting courses 
and uh, then i got placed with uh, kpmg in management consulting uh, i was with them for a uh, couple of years and then moved on to aptech in corporate strategy so um, that was going well and i could uh, incubate a few uh, new designs uh, that was that was role basically and uh, that was very interesting uh, uh but uh, life stage wise i was also getting married i got married somewhere down the line and uh, um uh, i became a mother when i was working with uh, aptech so i took a maternity break uh, but at the same time also uh, my mother was also ill so we had to uh, take care of her she eventually passed away so um at that life stage actually i found it very hard to continue to work so i took a break i took a career break and uh, um, uh, to take care of my child and uh, then i thought i'll make it back when things settle down and uh, that was when um, i saw how hard it is so even with somebody of my pedigree and experience to make it back to work in as short a break of one or two years right as it was uh, the recruitment was so tough so the questions kind of questions that get asked of a mother and of somebody who's coming back after a break so can you do it are you uh, are you committed how will you take care of the family and then can i call you at 10 pm in the night so i mean those questions don't get asked to men right so men or fathers or whatever be their life stage so that that was one part of the um tough road in in terms of getting back but another part was i was really needing flexibility so with uh, not enough support system reliable support systems i was needing flexible work uh, so which could match my experience so and my pedigree so there was simply no work available like that so um, so i used to do a few gigs here and there which was not really satisfying uh, so that's when me and my friends and batchmates from i am bangalore shreya and rashmi started talking and then we saw that this is actually a very huge problem so of women uh, having to take a break and finding it really hard to come back whenever they are ready mm-hmm. and uh, especially with jo- roles that are flexible so and uh, shreya and rashmi were also very passionate about women's careers they were looking around them and seeing that the trajectories that their women peers were taking were significantly different from that of how um, the trajectories that men were taking and the hardships that women were taking was much hard or much very different so we wanted to and they were also at the life stage where they wanted to give back to society so they had not quit work at that point they were doing very well so uh, shreya was with unilever rashmi was with png then we thought uh, we have to do something about this problem to fix this leaky pipeline of women professionals uh, who have to leave and then they find it really hard to get back so that's how we started flexibilities actually with a vision to reemploy women professionals in part time project based work from home roles which match their experience and skill sets and also give them flexibility so that was the genesis of the company and the company of course is a large part of my being so i mean naturally that's what naturally that's what i ended up <laughs> speaking about <laughs> so yeah so that's that's been a very important part of the journey and uh, key pivotal moments have been around the company one is the birth that was a very tumultuous time then um at, at, at every woman who leaves work faces this 
where a crisis of identity happens where um, she doesn't know who who she is supposed to be how much of a mother she is supposed to be how much of a wife how much of a this and that how much of duty and how much of what she wants to do and why work and then um, what what is it uh, so if without work that she still have respect so there's so many questions that come up existential questions that come up with that just that one thing getting removed from life so uh, of work so um, yeah that that has been a key turning point and uh, yeah we have seen that we are able to give back some of these things that women miss out on through work itself so women who get back to work are able to get back their confidence their um, agency their financial freedom um, and the the freedom of the mind and financial independence all of this they are able to get back so uh yeah so that's that's uh, that's that so then work is work the importance of work extends beyond the pay right it it actually gives back your uh, self respect and confidence in a very big way so that that's actually also what we have captured in our book found again so uh, which which we'll also touch upon uh, in this conversation as we go along yeah i mean i mean since you brought it up maybe we can actually speak about it i think i read somewhere that from conceptualization to going live it was 3 months uh i mean that's yeah, amazing was... <laughs> well, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so we are short now <laughs> when we think about it how it happened but yeah at that time it was yeah so we it it, it happened so i think um uh, there are two ways to look at it one is we did the work in 3 months but it has been in the making for 6 7 years <laughs> so it's like uh, because it's everything that we have worked on has actually led to this so it's in a way nothing new but yet the new. project itself is new so like so when so we we've been thinking about this for a while and uh, because the we have been seeing the journeys of all these women who we have placed like thousands of women and uh, they do go through so many ups and downs so many hardships in trying to find it back and i have myself faced that so we we see that and acknowledge that and uh, one common theme is the persistence with which all of them continue with uh, how much they do to to uh, keep themselves uh, abreast of what is going on how they keep trying and how they keep acquiring skills and then um, how they keep going basically with hope um even after facing multiple rejections at multiple points in their life right and in multiple ways um and uh, having many false starts and um uh, um drop in confidence so many things happen and we've seen all of this journey and um, with uh, with their self belief and with their persistence they've actually made it back to work and then now they are having like a a, a career which in which they can shine they are shining with their professional skills as well as balancing their life right so uh, we have been hearing these inspiring stories from women in our journey of placing them and our team members have been hearing much more right so people come back and say you guys have been gods and and uh, really grateful to you and all of that so basically we've been living so that has been our reward so in a sense uh, but we also thought that maybe these voices are worth um amplifying also right so because we have had the privilege of listening to these stories and getting inspired and um, um uh, getting inspired every day and then that helps us back in our work itself 
uh, we thought that uh, there'll be benefit like like you are doing right so you are amplifying uh, voices which can benefit others so that was the intention that uh, there will be women who will read about these women who have made it just like them very much like them so relatable so similar journeys um, and they will get inspired uh, and they will also learn what did they do and uh, they faced these hardships what did they do so did they not get any questions did they not get any objections did they not get, get any roadblocks or was it all did they all get uh, get success at one shot so i think it's it's in vicariously living through these stories people get hope people get inspiration they are also able to learn their tips and uh, and see what applies and what what they can what they can do in uh, their own life and their own function so that was our um, genesis of why we wanted to write the book and it was a no brainer when we said in a meeting hey why don't we write a book it just like just caught on and uh, uh, women's day was coming up so and it was uh, and the timing of it was like just right 3 months is a good amount of time to execute a project project we didn't know whether a book could could be done or not but we just went all out um and we had a stellar team so we had a 10 to 12 member team uh, from within flexibees whom we uh, formed a book project kind of thing uh, and then we selected the protagonists and uh, cross functions and life stages to the extent possible and, and we conducted deep interviews because um, uh because this is not an entirely a clinical exercise because what a woman goes through her heart her soul and her brain so everything right we wanted to understand and bring it out to the world so we conducted depth interviews and uh, we also decided uh, co-founders ourselves would be authors uh because of um, our uh, affinity to the vision and the respect and empathy that we have and of course the timeline so all of it uh, coming together so yeah we put in place a uh, project management uh, we had a we had a, a couple of team members uh, being project managers and then we put a tight ship and we got consultants and publishing agencies in place who were who helped us because we didn't know anything about the subject of book publishing per se so yeah so we were it, it was very exciting extremely exciting and uh, and very inspiring as 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 um, uh, as um very inspiring as a goal for all of us to pursue so i think that's one reason why it happened uh in 3 months end to end yeah but it's been cooking <laughs> in our hearts for many years yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, such a beautiful vision i really uh, i mean admire everything that you do and uh, considering that this is something you started even before uh, covid right now at least flexibility remote working is all still uh, nomenclature yeah. used i'm sure when you started off uh, how was the resistance at the companies you know you must have faced a lot of resistance saying flexible work and remote work and second careers for women i mean how did you manage that uh, initial resistance yeah so um so we actually figured a sweet spot actually in terms of a solution so so these were uh, experienced women professionals right and who wanted to work part time because part time was the time they had and that was the entire time they were willing to give to an organization or to a work and there were also startups who wanted experienced people who needed great talent mm. and they also wanted only for part time hours right so they they were as they are growing uh, they didn't have a need for a full time uh, cmo or a full time cfo or even a digital marketer part time mm. was fine for them actually as per the needs of their business 
but they wouldn't be able to find it in the market right so first of all they wouldn't be able to command the best talent in terms of brand or pay or anything so and they wouldn't know as they are themselves learning they wouldn't know how to recruit for certain functions mm. so we saw actually that there was this need mm. this solid need for talent which was being unmet so actually what we did is we actually uh, ended up uh, matching uh, putting this jigsaw into place so it was not like we had to go and um, i mean shout from the rooftops that oh these women are there please help them it's not at all like that there was a very inherent and basic need for talent to to work on a part time basis who could be committed and this perfectly fit that use case so it was a very intuitive fit and uh, and yes as we started doing more and more we realized the other needs that businesses have for which this talent and this way of hiring was also fitted so even large companies ended up having a need to hire on a flexible basis on contract basis project basis so all of these needs were also we were able to fulfill from um, uh, this uh, this talent pool of women so yeah and we had to yes of course we had to explain a little bit on uh, why flexibility is good and what are some ways in which we are controlling for quality all of those things of course any business when you are selling you have to establish your credibility which we did but i wouldn't say we faced a uh, massive resistance or anything it was because we found the niche and we expanded on it amazing right i think and um, like you said right i think in a woman's career and a trajectory uh, it's completely different uh, from men uh, for whatever reason right whether it's maternity which is biological or caregiving or in today's day and age where people just want to take a break to discover themselves right even that is becoming normalized uh, in our uh, yeah. cultures today so yeah. i mean you would have seen a lot of women's challenges uh, you know through uh, solving for in the uh, flexibility so just curious what are the most common challenges women probably face in their careers and what do you think uh, can help them navigate it um so yeah the top ones are um, which can actually halt a career are uh, these things like uh, relocation uh, owing to marriage uh then uh, maternity caregiving so these are the things which actually cause uh dropout so this is like a, it's not a question of just navigating a career it's like a question of having a career so it's um, i think these these play a very important part in our in our society and culture where um, um there, there is a lot of conditioning around what roles men have to do women have to do and uh um the roles that we grow up with and we get conditioned to uh, incorporate and uh, do better at uh, so that's one one big reason and yes of course the constructs in which work itself happens right so it has to happen from this location that location which has opened up a little bit now post pandemic and uh, caregiving and um, uh, the support available to raise a family so these are all uh big factors actually which which have a significant impact on a, a woman's career so uh yeah there are no easy answers so there i mean solutions have to be built from from the institutional economic to family and welfare to the individual right so when there are multiple organizations uh, chipping away at uh, at all of these issues which impact women's careers so flexibis is way is choosing one particular 
way like one one small part we have chosen and uh, which is to build flexible careers so that is that is our way to solve for uh, 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 women who find it hard to uh, 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 sustain in this full time grind basically and that has been uh, working for a, a large segment of women um other ways could be having um, uh, family friendly policies and more inclusive cultures which which help sustain that career right and um, and have a equal opportunity for both parents to bring their whole selves to work right as 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 their as their parents as well as as their professionals um so yeah there are a host of solutions possible and yeah so this our way has been to find flexible work which which can help uh, uh, parents and those who need flexibility uh, navigate the challenges of managing everything yeah that's true and i think one of the things that you told me also stood out for me saying that uh, one of the biggest challenges uh, for women coming back from maternity also is to regain their confidence right and i think as a coach i also meet a lot of women you know who taken break from maternity and maybe you know not just for one child one child you know they wanted to have two children over a break and you know before you know it it became 5 7 years and 10 years and suddenly they feel out of relevance right in the industry uh yeah how how do you think uh, women can actually regain their confidence if there are listeners here in our audience as well who are probably in their break yeah. or planning to get back or are already back but don't really feel as confident mm-hmm. as they used to uh, how can sure. they get that confidence back yeah yeah so um, yeah confidence is at one stroke a big area as well as a solvable things so i think one is for we have to look at it as um as a as a host of things basically so why why first of all we lose it is um so when we are working right there is so much so much we do around work we don't realize it so we are in that in that mode where we are in a work think kind of mode right so we go to the office we or or whatever we engage with others we talk about work issues we talk about the functions and then we know what what is happening outside of the company in that industry and within that company why certain things are done then you have a support system around work right you have you have peers whom you can consult with talk with so um, and of course financial independence there are so many elements which are integral to our identity in work right so we are in that mode without realizing it so when that thing is taken away or when you have to give up on work so this all of these things go away at one shot right so the transition that happens in life due to work going away is a very big transition so it's a financial transition it's an emotional transition it's an intellectual transition right because you are used to thinking work issues and solving work problems and work crises and all of that and suddenly there is a big void where that used to exist right so 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 your naturally your mind struggles it, it doesn't channelize um uh, the brain is not channelized in the way it used to be right so something else occupies it but there's a big big segment which is which is missing so um i think then the solution also is to get all of these back little by little so um so we have kind of uh, built a framework called i rise in we which we talk about uh, to uh, women uh which can help them come back to the career uh, so like i stands for introspection right so we say 
take a look at what all you have done you yourself have done right so you look at your past resume look at your appraisal papers then talk to your peers whom you work with your colleagues whom you work with so then you will get reminded of the things that you did so then you realize that you only did that it's not somebody else it may feel like it's someone else because a year of motherhood can feel like a decade of another lifetime right so it can feel like that but it's you who did that so and all of that you had is not going away anywhere it's still inside you so that itself gives a little bit of confidence first of all taking stock introspecting and seeing what all you have done what skills have you actually possessed which skills you were most proud of which you were most happy to engage and which where you did because you job had to be done and you were not very very happy about using those skills so i think the first element is to take stock which was i then um, r stood for research so research about um, your function your industry where things are going the economy so um, if you are an accountant you might like to uh, visit the um, uh, 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 visit the government or statutory um, uh, groups where there'll be updates about what is happening if you are a marketing professional you might want to go to industry associations or uh, networking groups and have uh, and understand what's going on so research about all of these elements also helps you keep in touch then again you get back the thinking mode about work oh okay this industry is going in this way and then if this kind of well, how will they address these kind of problems or these these kind of marketing challenges are coming up how will they answer so i think uh, basically they the 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 kind of thinking kind of comes a little by little back right um then uh, i rise i stands for interact interact is again with your colleague ex bosses uh, friends so there's so many people um, whom uh, we have placed they they do all of this so it's not like they do like a course oh i will do this and this and this so we know that those who are successful have done a combination of all of this in their attempt to come back right and um, say for example uh, there was a project manager who uh, who was away from work for a few years uh, she got in touch with her uh, friends at work and uh, she kept asking them what are you doing what is the latest thing you are working on and then they said this is something called agile and then she said oh okay let me go look it up and then she went looked it up and then she did some course and she didn't just stop there when she was doing something project and she would ask questions and resolve her doubts with her colleagues with her with her old colleagues and friends right so it's like she took her own learning as her, she took accountability for her own learning so even though she was out of the system she didn't want to uh, leave that learning path right so she kind of made up uh, for whatever she lost out on and now uh, she is completely on track and she she could sell herself as this project manager who had this project experience with agile she did some a uh, few projects with uh, friends so two few projects with uh, family members um so uh, interact and then um, uh, then we skill up so skill up is again uh, doing courses or doing hands on projects so that you get two things you get skills uh, because while doing you get a lot of skills right and uh, also the confidence so the confidence comes from execution so a lot of confidence comes from execution then uh, finally e update e update is to again um, uh, collate what all things you have been learning in your phase of uh, 
phase of looking for a job itself and then update it put it out to the world then sell yourself and speak to prospective uh, clients and customers that uh, uh, this is what you have been doing and this is what you know so i think um, there it's it, we can take a systematic approach to get these elements which we lost during work so getting a job itself is a project right so it's okay to have that as a project uh and uh, what we see is that um it can get hard so you need to have your anchors your own anchors for 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 your for your life to keep yourself going so it can be a person it can be uh, your own practice it can be a coach like you are like you are helping out people so it's it's helpful to have some accountability or anchor mechanism so that uh, you don't give up when things go hard or not as, as in the timelines that you expect so yeah it's it's a complex project but we have done it so it's possible beautiful i'm going to remember that you know like one year of momhood is equal to a decade of <laughs> life right uh, and very true i like that i rise framework i mean it's very holistic and i think it's step by step right i think it doesn't happen overnight but uh, yeah step by possible. step and it's iterative it's not mm-hmm. necessarily linear it can it can go all over the place but these are just frameworks that uh, we remember and we remain we remember to remain on track that's all so yeah and like going. you said persistence right to keep going and persistence yeah it. yeah like dori says keep swimming yeah <laughs> we have to keep swimming <laughs> absolutely yeah. thank you for sharing that i think that's very powerful framework uh, and uh, i'm remembering the conversation that we also had where you'd mentioned that you know you personally experienced burnout as well uh, you know in your professional career so how was that for you what kind of factors led to it and how can probably listeners who are listening in today avoid that zone of burnout yeah so it's a again a very personalized um, uh, personalized thing so uh, burnout can happen for various reasons for various people so i think it's uh, the main thing is for us to have uh, awareness within ourselves as to why it is happening and uh, so for me it was a journey of exploration so in hindsight what i know today is that i think it had happened because of my having um very siloed interests actually so i was i was either a mom or i was a career person so there was literally nothing else i had so it was i just this that this that this that so it was like there was nothing for this self that honoring this this uh, personhood that the person that needed something so i was not really honoring the needs of uh, the person it's always duty and what is needed and what is what am i responsible for so clearly that was a path to burnout and uh, i did work upon myself i uh, um, i took help from therapists and i myself added things um, uh, of what uh, gave my soul joy so like learning the piano writing poetry music so some of and spirituality of course so yeah so all of these are i mean have been attempts to reclaim something which was lost in in the process when when and i didn't realize what i was losing so yeah when i added some of these bits back so um i became more of a fuller person so and uh, actually adding these things made me a better professional maybe a better family person so it is contra contraintuitive so i was giving time to other things 
but actually the time i was spending on my core responsibilities became much more productive so as as my uh, presence increased as my uh, mental capacity increased my happiness levels increased so that was my way of 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 finding finding and everyone has to discover um, their own their own way to uh, what gives them a sense of balance and joy and keeps them uh, as, as a full human wonderful um, i like how you started off by saying that in in retrospection is where you figured this out because i think when yeah. we are in the middle of it we are just so when caught up it, yeah yeah in the middle of it it's confusion hell yeah it's it's like yeah we have to swim through it and figure it out for ourselves yes <laughs> yes absolutely and i you know i read this quote somewhere that said that burnout is not when you're doing too many things it's when you do too little of what gives you joy and i think somewhere uh-huh. the answer you found for yourself is also that that you know what really makes your soul yeah. come alive yeah. uh, when you yeah. added that back uh, the balance happened uh, very nice thank yeah. you for sharing that very- and nice. you know you touched upon this uh, whole spirituality aspect so i'm just curious you know um, what is spirituality to you uh, oh let me not get into definitions because that's so so hard actually <laughs> um yeah so so i think yeah i've been i've always wanted some deeper meaning and connection throughout my life and um earlier is it used to be study study around um, studying the sanskrit language and some scripture and all of those things um yeah after after my mother passed away there was there was a shift there was something something which happened drastic which uh, so faith in the way that i used to have faith before that no longer existed so there were other things i was groping at so slowly i le- i got led to ekhat to day on the presence the power of presence and uh, red books and podcast and then uh, uh, yeah meditation so as motherhood also led me to meditation i wanted to be a better mother to my daughter and uh, be more uh, responsive to her rather than react so that led me to meditation and i've been a meditator for uh, uh, many years now and uh, yeah recently somewhat recently a year or so i've discovered uh, byron katie who, who uh, talks about uh, 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 so there's something called the work that um, she has discovered she has been gifted which uh, helps us remove um, remove or get freedom from one stressful thought at a time so that has been very helpful to me personally so i really don't know how to define what is spirituality and all of that so i hear all of all of these people and uh, it it helps a lot in terms of putting in perspective i think it, i think it's about perspective what is important uh, what is important what matters so i think i'm learning more and more about that as i follow these masters of what is important what matters and uh, yeah practicing the work has helped me get five minutes of peace at a time so i think that's worth it still so one thought which can bother you for five minutes if you get relief from it five minutes of freedom you get that day so it's worth it so yeah so that that that's that's what i'm doing so i, I don't know the definition of what i'm doing but this is working yeah amazing amazing and uh, so coincidentally uh, i think one of my turning points also was when i was gifted the book power of now by ekhat tole i think uh, 
uh, I read it in 2016 and it, it changed what you said, you know, that perspective uh, of yeah. what, what are yeah. we really doing? What are we really engaging? What, yeah. what really yeah. makes a whole difference, right? And uh, yeah. I think that only yeah. put me on this path in some way. So I, wow. I yeah, so very attuned yeah. to what you just said and amazing experiences, right? And, uh, you know, you said that, you know, you've been practicing this meditation, these mindfulness. Uh, uh, what has it changed for you in your daily life? Uh, Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Actually, it's like difficult to say because um, I'm a very different person today compared to a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. So it's like, uh, um, I um, yeah, we don't know what causes what, but uh, I can definitely say my um, reactions have slowed down. The reactivity definitely has slowed down. I There's, of course, a long way to go and <laughs> we're always a work in progress there's, there's lots to do um, still uh, compared to where I was I can see in hindsight that okay I don't know what that thing was I, I don't know that person anymore I don't want to know that person I don't want to be associated with that human being <laughs> so it's like when we grow we cringe at who we were right so I think it's uh, but anyway it's good uh, all good so yeah i think um, reaction reactivity has definitely gone down and uh, yeah it's it's not that there is no reactivity there are there are hard times when um, we fail ourselves that i fail myself that happens uh, yeah overall the number of times it's like it's like these large waves they they became they become slower and whatever softer and softer so yeah, I, I see that happening. Beautiful. You know, I always find it very hard because these kind of personal growth is so intangible, right? But uh, these yeah. practices somehow work. And, uh, you know, I always am curious on how others see it manifesting, right? So it's always nice to yeah. hear how these practices change. It's very subtle. And like you said, but over a period of time, when you look back, you can't even associate with yeah. who you were. Uh, that's how yeah. Yeah. a change it is over a period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And most of things, basically, everything we do impacts everything else. So, yeah, so how I addressed adding back all of these elements to myself and together with the meditation and everything helps, actually. Yeah. And I think when I was reading the introduction, I was curious, you know, you had mentioned that you did the work with uh, Byron Katie in LA just recently. So what was uh, your biggest takeaway, maybe, in all this inquiry into thought uh, Oh, that was a very profound 10 days, actually. So it was like a different world. It was like a bubble <laughs> where uh, we were in the presence of love and that itself accelerated so much, so much for us. So, yeah, what can be the biggest takeaway is I feel hope that there is, there is a solution to end suffering. So that is human suffering. I, that that can be my biggest takeaway. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's uh, profound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. All, all. Shall yeah, we? She's uh, basically, basically made the. She's basically made. basically made the uh, tools which can which can help people. So it is. It has to be self implemented. So there is no shortcut. So to that extent, it's completely dependent on each individual 
to for them to use the tool when it is available and it works yeah um it for me also those four questions like i said uh, they are a go to practice when the belief kind of takes over you and uh, you know any limiting belief yeah. where it takes over you and i know for me self doubt yeah. is a big thing so when it starts to cripple you how do you really mm. work around it and it's so beautiful it's so yeah. simple but uh, i'm yeah. always amazed at how it works every single time yeah mm. so you use it for yourself and also for clients is it yeah no so i use it for yeah. myself as well and uh, sometimes for uh, my coaching clients to you know like okay. shall we go into the rapid fire now okay i'll try <laughs> i'll try right. easy sure. yeah sure Let's start with basic ones. Uh, morning person or night owl? Morning, totally morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, always on time or little behind schedule? Always little behind. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Books, movies, podcast. What's your preferred mode for learning? Podcast, podcast, definitely. any top recommendations from which you learn a lot oh so these mine are always on autoplay ekhar tole byron katie these three mm-hmm. both i keep toggling then uh, in between it will be some opera or be some somebody else some motivational um brene brown or uh, uh who else mm, muji I think top will be Ekhatole and Byron Katie for me. Lovely, lovely. Uh, what are your top non-negotiables in your daily routine? Something that you just have to do no matter what. Hmm. Um, meditation. Hmm. Meditation. Then what? Um, I have to do some kind of writing. So the kind of writing changes. It can be gratitude or it can be. the work or it can be something else but uh, there has to be something something or even a little bit of that so mm-hmm. yeah primarily these two lovely um uh, one word to describe the pandemic for you rebirth if you were to uh, reflect on what your best version should look like right i know we all say we are working progress humans but what is your uh, version of that best version of yourself hmm. my best version would be when i'm authentic uh, when i'm expressing my talents and uh, being kind um who have been your role models and what kind of qualities have you admired in them oh so this um well most recently katie byron katie so i mean she's she's a spiritual master but she is an at home spiritual master she has she has her family life a very full family life uh, which is fully engaged in so i think that was very powerful for me that gives hope that um, you can you can stay with the complexity of this life and also pursue um the deeper truths um and she's so so loving and amazing basically it was a great privilege to be in her presence then role model huh? 
role model i don't know how to say this but there are many things i admire in my daughter <laughs> so and i learn from her so this so she is she is uh, in many ways my role model and she grows up in a different culture right so every culture every generation we do a little better so there is a lot to learn from that generation and culture and to apply back so yeah please keep on to my amazing and if you had to uh, share probably one takeaway from our conversation which the audience can take back uh, what would that be the biggest message uh, i think uh, at some point we should all learn to value ourselves know ourselves and value ourselves so that has profound impacts on uh, on every aspect of life so yeah i think the a journey becomes a bit more easier when we know ourselves and value ourselves beautiful but yeah i think i was just going to say thank you uh, it was uh, <laughs> a really amazing conversation and i think uh, i'm going to reflect on the many things that we probably discussed today and i'm sure the audience is going to create great value out of it thank you so much and i'm going to probably link the found again uh, book uh, for all the listeners so that they can also read and share these inspiring stories uh, a big Absolutely. thank you to all the work that you do in flexivis i think uh, it is such a beautiful mission and uh, i'm sure it's changing lives uh, in so many more ways like you said uh, so thank you so much thank you thank you for uh, having me here and uh, uh, giving me the chance to speak about my company and our work and our book and uh, we are most privileged to hear these stories and uh, it's been our privilege putting it out into the world and i hope the audience enjoys it thank you so much shweta and continue your good work and you're doing amazing work yourself thank you thank you deepa